In the latest episode of As the World Turns, Kyler Murray in Arizona Cardinals edition, Kyler Murray speaks via his agent. Did we learn anything new? What will the Cardinals do next? All that, plus a whole lot more crap. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, come on in. Alex Clancy, Paul Brock, Locked On Cardinals. Soap opera continues, baby. This episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, Bet online as you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines more than ever, more than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. So, as I mentioned in another episode of As the World Turns for General Hospital or Days of Our Lives, whatever the hell you want to use, um, Kyler Murray via his agent Eric Burkhart cast the last stone. I don't know, is that a thing? Um, in in a conversation through the media that seems to have been brought to you by carrier pigeons or ravens because it's taking so long in between rounds, I guess you could say. The most recent um, addition to this was, again, the statement from Kyler Murray via his agent, Eric Burkhart, who kind of likes to get in front of these things and say, hey, this was me that said this. He talked with Kyler Murray. They bulleted two points. And for those over the age of 25, I apologize on behalf of Eric Burkhart because they couldn't make the font any smaller to fit it onto that page. They had a lot to say. You know, they had a lot to say. And um, I'll let Bo decipher some of this momentarily. But what we saw in another edition was there's no synchronicity between, in, between either side. It doesn't seem like either side is on the same page. And the one thing that I will highlight before Bo gets a little bit deeper into this is, according to Eric Burkhardt's statement, Kyler Murray and his representation sent over a proposal for a contract extension that is yet to be acknowledged by the Arizona Cardinals. We're going to dive deeper into that. We're going to talk about what the Cardinals' next move is. And finally, we're going to talk about if there is an adult in the room here, because there obviously doesn't seem to be, what should the next move be, whether it be from Kyler's side or the Arizona Cardinals' side? But before we dive into exactly what Eric Burkhart uh, wrote and, and, and published, what are your thoughts on its contents? Well, I think nothing is going to look flattering from a statement from a player's agent who's vying for their client to get a mega extension a couple of years early. I mean, it's just going to look unappealing, especially in the public eye. It's going to look selfish. It's going to look greedy. But look, it's Eric Burkhart doing his job for his client, and he's got leverage right now. I mean, as far as what Kyler Murray, what he outlines in this statement, it's undeniable what he's done for this franchise. But at the same token, you know, the Arizona Cardinals are at a point right now, a crossroads as an organization. Kyler Murray is there also as finishing his third season to where, you know, he probably has hit a pretty high ceiling. Sure, it does, does it extend a little bit higher? Sure, but likelihood of the Cardinals maybe taking a step back wins and losses wise. Kyler Murray potentially taking a step back as far as his development or not looking from the outsider's perspective like he's continuing to rise or be on that rocket ship trajectory like he's been the last couple of years. Uh, it's time to strike now. I mean, that's what they're doing. They're trying to force the Arizona Cardinals' hand. And the Arizona Cardinals don't play in this public forum. 
They never have, and I don't anticipate them, even with a franchise quarterback and how volatile this could be, I don't anticipate them playing in this public arena either. But that's what's going on. I mean, at no point in the history of sports has anybody been like, you know, I like that sports agent. I like how he played his game. He's just a likable guy because they're unlikable. Like, I mean... They're, they're glorified lawyers here. Right? They're, they're doing the dirty work for their clients, and they're going to say the things that their clients don't want to say. Uh, what was outlined in this piece was Kyler Murray wants to be an Arizona Cardinal. That's important. And Kyler Murray wants to win a Super Bowl. Everybody wants that. Uh, but what he's really trying to do is he's created an ultimatum for the organization to, ahead of schedule, give Kyler Murray at an unprecedented time a new deal. A new mega million deal. Now, of course, Alex, I mean, in this, he outlines, we sent the Cardinals this perfect contract. It works for both sides. It would open up cap money for the upcoming free agency. Oh, it's beautiful. We could all just work in harmony if they have just uh, put the ink to paper on or drawn up the contract on this and we would put ink to paper right away. I mean, this is a negotiation. You're seeing it play out in Major League Baseball. It's ugly. You're seeing it play like... Where we have what's what's interesting to me is, you know, we didn't see it the last five quarterback contracts that were signed after year three. We didn't see it with Josh Allen. It it, it didn't get ugly in any sense. It didn't get ugly with Jared Goff for Carson Wentz, and of course with Patrick Mahomes because Patrick even Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, even Deshaun Watson. It, it just never got ugly until afterwards. Until things got ugly with that organization. Uh, the the Arizona car, what, what people have to do is separate this business side from what they think about Kyler Murray, the player, because Kyler Murray, the player uh, is, is a franchise caliber quarterback. And I know that you're looking for those leadership qualities and this couldn't come at a worse time because as far as what the fans are going to perceive this as is greed. And as him wanting all the money for himself and not trying to put the emphasis on improving the team. And like everybody wants to live in this romantic world where Kyler Murray is this unselfish guy. He goes the Tom Brady route where he takes less than what his market value is, and he gives that wealth Robin Hood style to the rest of the team. I just don't think that that exists. Uh, I, I don't think, unfortunately, Kyler Murray is that type of player, but I don't also think that that takes him out of being a franchise caliber quarterback that can take this team to where it wants to go. Yeah. Yeah. And at, at Bob Rack at Clancy's corner, follow the podcast at locked on easy, easy cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel locked on Cardinals there. Listen, what has happened to Kyler Murray the last two seasons down the stretch? He's gotten injured. And when you look at something like this and you and I talked about this before we turned everything on here, Bo, that, you know what? If Kyler doesn't play, like before Kyler plays another down, he thinks that he should get the security moving forward of a guy that's been injured two of the last three seasons. Now he hasn't, it's, it hasn't been debilitating. I'm a firm believer that if the Cardinals were at 500, when Kyler Murray got injured, he probably wouldn't have missed three games. Okay. They were riding the coattails of a seven and one season. They got to 10 and two, you know, I, I think it would have been a very different situation. Now with Burkhart, sure. Like we don't know him personally. Um, I, he's doing what's best for his client. I think th- the problem with this is, and we'll get into it more in a minute, is this is the stink of the Arizona Cardinals not doing what they should be doing to placate their star quarterback. If you want to tweet at me, continue to do so. The Kyler Murray should be traded. 
there is an unfollow button. I've gotten 15 or 20 unfollows the last two or three days, people told me. I'm like, cool. You know what? If you want rainbows and butterflies, awesome. If you also think that what Kyler Murray hasn't done 70 total touchdowns in his first three seasons isn't isn't franchise quarterback worthy, you're wrong. I'm sorry, but you're wrong. And ask all of your friends on 25 of the other teams that have quarterbacks if they would rather take Kyler Murray than their current quarterback, and they'd say yes. So shut it with that. Number two, the Arizona Cardinals on the other side aren't necessarily giving him the right of way completely, which is completely fair. Okay. Sure. This is checks and balances. This is employer versus employee. Major League Baseball, this isn't a baseball podcast, but I think, I mean, getting guaranteed contracts in baseball is absolutely obscene to me. But when it comes, like, ask Matt Kemp how, how much money he made when he was sitting on his keister every time he would get injured, he'd be making 20 mil a year. This isn't that. It should be a little bit more centralized, should be a little bit more in the middle because these players put their bodies on the line more than any other sport that's played in the U.S. every day. Okay, car crashes every time there's a snap. And they've got to find a middle ground. And I think that, Bo, when, you know, the Arizona Cardinals, they don't do this social media stuff. You know what else they don't do? Come into the 21st century. So you know what? Maybe shift what, what you've been doing for so long, Steve Keim, and maybe try some wrong because you're right has always been wrong. Okay? Alex Lanty, Bobrock, Locked on Cardinals. I'm going to let Bo finish that up. We want to get here and talk about one of our lovely sponsors here in Bilt Bar in just a second. I want to get to the Cardinals side. We've seen Kyler Murray's side, and I've never seen, never seen a player get vilified more than a team like we've seen from the Cardinals fan base over the last handful of weeks. It blows my mind. Alex Lanty, Bobrock, Locked on Cardinals. We'll be back momentarily. Bilt Bar. Okay, there's one thing that will never be vilified, and that's Bilt Bar. The best tasting protein bar on the planet. They're all chocolate covered. They've got these new ones called Puffs that are protein and flavored marshmallow, uh, protein infused marshmallow. I mean, what what more could you ask for? So let's let's run that down really quickly. They're all covered in chocolate. These new Puffs are absolutely insane. They're high protein, okay, and they taste like if a cloud were to taste good, it'd be covered in chocolate. Go to Built.com and scroll down the macros chart. You'll be blown away. Again, high protein, low calories, high fiber, low carb. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. They've got flavors abound. They're like 6 bites. It's not like you're taking a bite out of a chalkboard. These Built, seriously, these things are incredible. Okay? Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com follow him at bob brack follow me at clancy's corner thank you to everybody who subscribes reaches out to us on twitter like this is on selfishly this is self we're putting the selfish hat on we're no longer in, in the safety nest anymore with, with the trees in the nest this is what radio and podcast people's dreams are like this is the season ended like a month ago and the cardinals are still in the 24-7 news cycle of, of football, I mean, and sports, which is great. And also, we're hoping to kind of see them move the ball down the road here a little bit to kind of come to an agreement of some sort that'll placate both sides. It seems like at this point, and correct me if you disagree, that both sides are stubborn. Both sides 
Kyler Murray was one. He's been the star wherever he's gone. And the Cardinals are set in their ways from the 1970s or 80s or whatever, where they don't do things the way things are done now compared regarding social media. I will not be strong-armed, things like that, when most other organizations at least have kind of come to the middle a little bit in that respect. Do you think that the Cardinals are at fault here by how they're by how they're doing things, I think is the wrong way to say it, but by how they're framing the situation to make it look like, you know what? We love Kyler. We want him to be here. That's all you're going to get from us right now. I mean, that's what they have to do. That's what the team strategically has to do uh, in the public forum because if they played any other way, if they A, try to, you know, as you say, vilify him or at least the team, whether, the, you know, their brain trust of, uh, Steve Keim and, and Michael Bidwell, yikes, and, and then Cliff Kingsbury, if, if if or they embrace him even more so than they already have, it only plays to the advantage of er- Eric Burkhart. If if they say anything more than what Michael Bidwell said on their flagship station, Arizona Sports, on Friday, uh, it, it pretty much makes the case for Kyler Murray and Eric Burkhart. Like they like they could go and say, you said yourself. This is our guy. This is our franchise quarterback. We're going to pay him handsomely. We're going to we're going to we're going to go with an unprecedented move because there is a precedence and it happens in the summer as far as, you know, working out an extension at this point in a rookie quarter or in a quarterback's career. Um, I think that the Arizona Cardinals, if they have a plan and God, I hope they do. But there, there are examples in the past way too many than we'd like to admit where this team didn't have a plan. But if they do have one, as far as Kyler Murray, and it sounds like they might, uh, as far as the comments from Bidwell, remain steadfast with that. Do not be persuaded by Eric Burkhart in him trying to bait you into negotiating this in the public. If, if you're going to give Kyler Murray a new deal in June or July, August or September, then do that. If your plan is, hey, we're going to pull a Saints here and we're going we're gonna to pull $30 million of cap space and restructures out of our behinds and we're going to be bullish again in, in, in free agency. Uh, and, and that's our plan. And then we'll go to the negotiating table with Kyler Murray. Then do it. Like, there are going to be some ugly things said. Like, we, we've maintained this as a podcast since this all began. Until there's ink on a new contract, this is going to remain ugly. But what people need to realize is it's happening at, at, at just this time where Kyler Murray's leadership, maturity are on trial. And people believe he's an immature player that lacks leadership qualities. Don't let that affect how you view him as a franchise quarterback or how his agent is going to try to strong arm the team. Like, it's different. It's different. Kyler Murray, and it might be me being too romantic as far as it's concerned. But if he's going to sign and he's going to become this, like this, this solidifies even more so that he's the franchise quarterback in the face of this franchise going forward, what the expectations are from signing that new deal. And that's to take a step forward maturity wise and leadership wise. For sure. Yeah, naturally. Absolutely. Agreed. Uh, there was some interesting verbiage that that was put in, in this, uh, this statement via Eric Burkhart was it was paraphrasing to the effect of there needs to be long-term solutions set in mm-hmm. place long-term. And the, what's the first thing you thought of when, uh, when you read that part, just knee jerk. What's the first thing you thought? Well, when I think of Kyler Murray, I mean, he, he's looking for 
stability, and, and we're talking here, I mean, champagne problems, but I know what you're thinking. Of, right? yeah. you, you think as far as leadership uh, above Kyler Murray, correct? Yeah. You're thinking well, no. coaching. Well, it's not necessarily that. It's more, I need, I need better young players. Like I, I need, I, yeah, I need yeah, this yeah. to work. You know what I mean? Okay. That's more, it's not a direct thing. It's Steve Kime. It is kind of tangentially, but it's not like, yeah. Oh, they have to get rid of Cliff and Steve Kime. That that's not what I saw that as it's, it's yeah. more like, Help me out long-term. Not about all these one-year deals where I have to build rapport with a brand new set of players the next year. Show me yeah. what my future looks like on offense. We know what it looks like on defense, or at least on paper. You know, it's it's Buda Baker, it's Jalen Thompson, it's Byron Murphy. Who else, mm -hmm. who else is 100% going to be in the future of the Arizona Cardinals on defense? Honestly. do you yeah. like? Are we saying that Isaiah Simmons is going to get another contract at this point? No way! Zayvon Collins, to be determined. All of the guys up front are either old, older, on their way out, or a rotational guys like Lecky Fulcher and Rashad Lawrence. Zach Allen, are we guaranteed that he's going to play with the Cardinals after his contract's up? No way. Yeah. But there's three there, and you know what? That's more than there are on offense. There's yeah. three on defense. Which which offensive players can you guarantee will be a part of this future? Not named Kyler Murray and probably Rodney Hudson. Yeah, and I, I don't disagree with that. And it's it's you know when when Kyler Murray when there was first reports that he had asked for CD Lamb or he was looking at uh, he, he had also a tweet too about offensive linemen was was that last draft where he 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 tweeted or liked a tweet about uh, building around the offensive line and, and helping out a quarterback I believe so. Regardless, back to back drafts he called for the team to address the offense whether it was protecting him or whether it was giving him weapons like his his former uh Oklahoma uh receiving threat in CD Lamb. We also thought like okay, well, probably does more harm than good to empower a quarterback by, you know, giving into his his demands at this stage. But it turns out because his parents, the ones that, you know, were supposed to know better than him, didn't as far as who they were going to select, you know, instead of CD Lamb. And Steve Kime going with with the defense in both in back to back drafts. I think that's a big issue. And now, as they sit here, they don't have much to leverage with. Like they made the mistakes, they made the wrong calls, and Kyler looks like he was correct. So the Arizona Cardinals now have to pivot, and they have to make him happy because he's unhappy because he looks like he was vindicated with Ceedee Lamb emerging last year. And we're seeing Joe Burrow have the rapport that he had with his college teammate and that catapulting the Bengals from a four-win team to a Super Bowl uh, appearance. You know, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, because of their, their you know, lack of performance in the draft, they have to now make good with Kyler Murray and their franchise quarterback. And, and that's unfortunate because they could have continued to have their power rule, but they blew it. And that's the kind of the microcosm of like, and listen, I, going back to it, I, when they drafted Isaiah Simmons, I called you, I was super excited. Like there's no way he should have dropped that. Well, he's not a you bad know? player, but no, like, no. But especially when they drafted him coming out of yeah. Clemson, he seemed like this larger than life, do everything like Jimmy Johnson linebacker and also pass rusher and also guy in cover. Like he was absolutely insane. And you know, uh, it, it didn't necessarily translate right away. He's a good player. But there's still a lot to love about Isaiah Simmons. But is he going to be? That, is he right. going to be commanding a contract? You know that's that's similar to Kyler Murray at his position a couple of years from now. I, I think everybody would say no. I mean, he's still got a long way to develop.
He's got a long way to develop. He's not Michael Parsons who just came in right away. They're a different player. Yeah. I mean, Michael Parsons is a traditional linebacker. But all in all, before we pivot here, what is the best course of action for the Cardinals to kind of drop a real olive branch and not a BS go on local radio? Oh, he's our guy. He's our right. guy. Shove it with that stuff also. Like, oh, Bidwell said that he'd give him a vote of confidence. Vote of confidence equals bullshit. That's what vote of confidence usually equals. Ask all the fired coaches. Ask Josh Rosen. Ask everybody. The Cardinals are notorious for spreading misinformation because they think they're cool and they think it, it throws people off their track with the red herring and everything. So stop it with that. Three years ago, they said Josh Rosen's their guy. Exactly. And that he was Cliff's first lie. That was it Cliff's was. first lie. And he didn't even coach a game yet. <laughs> as far as that goes, Steve Kime's going to speak at the, at the combine. And what he needs to do is he needs to say that they're going to work on a deal and that it's, it's, it's part of the plan. And if it's, if it's not in the near future as far as the next couple months, fine. If it's this summer... That's fine. He doesn't need to say that. There's going to be frustration with this from the fans. There's going to be frustration from you and I because we're not going to hear what we want to hear. And and also, you know, to the extreme of that, Eric Eric Burkhart and Kyler Murray probably aren't going to hear what they want to hear. They want a deal done now. They're trying to leverage that, and they're going to do everything in as far as in their in their power to do so. And if the Arizona Cardinals are going to dig in, like I said, I just hope that they they have a plan and they're steadfast with that plan. Because at the end of the day, it's all going to be just absolved when Kyler Murray gets his own new deal. Like there could be months between now and then where things are horrendous. And we think that this relationship is going to end up in divorce. But once they get a new deal that both parties are, are th this is the ask for the moon part of the negotiation from Eric Burkhart and Kyler Murray. They just got to come to a middle ground at some point. I don't doubt it. The Arizona Cardinals, they have paid their players handsomely. They have played their offensive players, according to Patrick Peterson, Petty Patrick Peterson. They play the, their offensive players more than they play their defensive players. I, don't know, I think the Arizona Cardinals figure it out at the end of the day. Yeah, and they figure out who did not pay once somebody's cheated and said they wanted out from the organization. It's interesting how you have um, you know selective selective memory when it comes to that P3. Alex Lanty, Bobrock, locked on Cardinals. Um, if there were an adult in the room, because there's not right now, if there were a mediator, if there were somebody that get paid hand, gets paid handsomely to sit down and be like, all right, we're going to figure this out right now, by golly, what would they say the best course of action would be next? Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, we will unpack that bountiful present after we talk about Bet Online. Football season might be over, but basketball's in full steam for both pro and college hoops. Bo, two weeks to March Madness from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information that is winding up. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast free and available on all platforms. Thank you for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. As you can tell, this ain't slowing down anytime soon. This offseason will be jam-packed with storylines, 
content, et cetera, from Bo and myself as we just continue to watch Days of Our Lives, Arizona Cardinals, and Arizona and uh, Kyler Murray edition. Um, on the on the next episode, uh, an adult will actually walk into the room and they're going to try and figure out what the hell is going on here. Um, if if there were a mediator between these two sitting at a long table, smells of rich mahogany. What do you think the best course of action is for either side? Right. Just like what needs to happen next? And what do you think the mediator would say to happen next to kind of soften both sides here? Well, I think that they're both on the same page that they want Kyler Murray to be the Cardinals long-term quarterback and they both want to win a Super Bowl. Now, how can they find out a deal that the Cardinals won't be hamstrung by as far as paying Kyler Murray and then having other money to spend on the rest of the roster? What I liked about what they said is when they sent them their own contract proposal, uh, you know, that they said it would give them a good cap number this season. And if, if they can work something out to where the next couple seasons that the Arizona Cardinals can continue to cre- kind of create that nest egg uh, salary cap wise, then fine. But I'm sure there's a lot in that contract where it would be absurd if you heard it and it made itself public knowledge, you know, about what Burkhart and Kyler were, were asking for, because I'm sure it's not as perfect as, as they're making it out to be. Uh, all they need really is you've seen the contracts that have been signed before this. You, you have Josh Allen's, you have the the veteran quarterbacks, and, and we'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers and what kind of extension he's on. By the way, Eric Burkhart commented on Aaron Rodgers' contract and said that Eric Aaron Rodgers deserves fifty million dollars. This is the this is the type of guy you're dealing with. Eric Bar- Burkhart also he he handled Johnny Manziel when he was an NFL quarterback. He handled Colin Kaepernick. Uh, he's a guy that likes to be in the spotlight. He likes his clients to be in the spotlight. He kind of likes his client to kind of transcend the game itself. And that's the type of agent that you're dealing with. So it, it probably just makes things a little bit tougher as far as how, how you navigate a, a nego- no, negotiation like this. So when you're sitting around that delicious mahogany smelling table, you know, mm. what you really have is, is uh, um, both sides want the same thing. Now they just have to iron out the details. The devil obviously is in the details and, and what's going to work for the Cardinals organization when they can make Kyler Murray uh, you know, generationally wealthy beyond generationally wealthy um, and make him happy and also have the ability to build a team. I mean, it that that's easier said than done. Yep. True. I mean, and this is obviously moment to moment. You know, this is our Tuesday. We'd already recorded our Monday podcast before this. Most recent carrier pigeon note was dropped Are, on us. Yeah. Our, the 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 last story was Michael Bidwell and, and his comments, and it it barely lasted a day. Like the the news cycle is like outpacing our damn podcast. Nobody believes when he talks. Well, no, but this this news cycle, this Kyler Murray news cycle, is outpacing our podcast that we do every day. Yeah. It's insane. Free and available on all platforms. Locked on Cardinals. Right. Uh, thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Um, that's gonna wrap it for us. I'm. We could talk for another hour about this. We have another, you know, we have full week of content to put out. Uh, Plus the combine. With- it's like, please don't distract Steve Kime. Like, if you are, like, yeah. can you can you send this statement when wide receivers are that are over six feet 
Like, can you put it like as they're working out just behind them? So Steve Kime is actually looking at the big athletic wide receivers instead of these, these uh, mini me's running, you know, quickly and, and from F FCS schools, like let's get, you know what? Steve There's Kime an untapped resource, Bo. There's an untapped resource. And I'm sure Steve Kime's going right. to tap into high school players. Maybe you'll draft them two years early. You right. Know? Possible. You know what? Be ahead of the curve. Cause you know what? He's always the smartest person in the room. Just ask him. Alex Lancey, Bo Rock, Locked on Cardinals. We'll talk to you tomorrow.